Hello, welcome to a beautiful podcast of Fall in Love, an unofficial Bachelor Nation show from TV Guide. I'm Liam Matthews, and joining me in TV Guide Mansion is my co-host from Ari Season and Bachelor in Paradise, coming to you live from the parking lot. She's not chasing rice, she's chasing paper, <laughs> chasing bread. <laughs> it's Jacqueline Trumbull. Hey, hey, we're podcasting. That was Liam's joke, I stole it. Podcasting. <laughs> she's in a parking lot. In Greenville, North Carolina. So if it sounds weird, it's her fault. <laughs> and we're joined this week by a very special guest, your favorite Bachelor tweeter, Brett Vergara. Oh my God, that's me. Oh my God. Hello. It, we are so thrilled to have you <laughs> talking no, about Bachelor Week 4. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm very excited. First time on the pod. Yeah. You're the, our first outside guest. Oh my, whoa, shit. Yeah. Wow. I feel so honored. <laughs> well, we're honored to have you here. So it's Bachelor Week 4, and there's almost too much drama. Victoria F's one-on-one -on -one with Peter was marred by her ex being the musical guest. Well, ex, ex in quotes. Just, yeah, there's, it's a lot of uh, vagueness to that term. But, <laughs> and Alea, 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 returns like Lazarus. Call her a Lazarus. <laughs> Rejoining the game after exposing Victoria P as a liar. And the episode ended on a to be continued because keeping it going would have made people too anxious. There was too much conflict. So we got to start as we usually do. How do you think Peter did this episode, Jacqueline? Pretty poorly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I liked him at first because he, well, I thought he was a good communicator, but he's a weak leader. You can't have a, if you have a weak king, your, <laughs> your country starts falling apart at the seams that's what's happening yeah what do you think brett yeah yeah i mean he could definitely just be uh doing a lot better i agree where i really liked him in the beginning and it seemed like he was just a really nice guy and he was a really good listener but then as it's gone on he's almost listening a bit too much to the point he's just trying to appease all parties yeah. all at once and then he's like flip-flopping back and forth and He's just, I think he's getting a little pulled too into the weeds. And I still have hope that he can turn this ship around a bit once some problematic players get out of the way. But he's getting a little, uh, you know, just lost in the mix, I think. Yeah. He's like a, he's like a marionette. He's really too, he's too susceptible to producer manipulation right now is really where it where it's at. I feel for him. I mean, I still kind of like him. When he got yelled at by those girls, I mean, his face, wow. I, I, felt, <laughs> I felt really bad for him, even though he kind of deserved it. But he also has pretty, I mean, pretty terrible taste in women. So I, I, those yeah. are my two big, <laughs> my two big problems with him. Yeah. He's cut so many gems. Yeah. It's just, it's upsetting week after week where it's just like, there goes another top choice of mine, but like, okay, Peter, cool. Right. Now, I remember you tweeting last week, like, he got rid of Alexa and Sarah. Yeah, It's like, right. I can't believe bullshit. this. Bullshit. What is, I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> and then, what was it, uh, Marissa the first week, there was, there's a lot of people yeah. that I was like, all right. Yeah, when he was getting yelled at by those, just, they were just laying into him, three different women, just like, you're making us feel terrible. And he's like... <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what was even better about that, too, was the contrast of him pulling up in his little, like, Stuart Little-esque red <laughs> car and then just saying, like, oh, you know, I feel so confident and I really think I'm crushing this. 
And I feel like everybody is having a good time, myself included. And yeah, just really looking forward to tonight. And then the first thing, he takes one step into the door and it's just like, ah! So, yeah. Not and doing he, so great. And he, he didn't seem to be expecting it either. You know, it's like daddy coming home and his kids all having problems. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, I do feel for him too because I think he's just... Uh, trying to balance too many plates at once, yeah. and they're all crashing because he's trying to give equal time-ish. Yeah. Not really equal time, but he's trying his best, and then all of them are falling. Yeah, he's trying to be liked by everyone instead of getting a job done. That's why I mean he's a weak leader. You can't, yeah. you can't have everyone like you, and you don't need everyone to like you. That's why you get to eliminate people every week. Yeah. How many people... Uh, what if we just started having everybody come back? Is he just gonna? <laughs> is he just gonna be like, you know what? Everybody gets a second chance. <laughs> just you know, as long as you come back, just surprise us. It's like okay. He's like, yeah, because now he's questioning every decision he's yeah. ever made. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, Alea gets to do it, but I don't. Okay. <laughs> Hannah's coming back. <laughs> the girl from from high school is coming back. Oh yeah. We're going to have 60 women by the end of the season. <laughs> All right. So nobody could even pretend to be excited to go to Cleveland. Yeah. Poor Cleveland. Listen, yeah. also, Cleveland is not the shittiest city. You know, they're they're like, it's fine. You know, it'll do. Yeah. It has like the, that's where the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is, right? The Rock and Roll yeah, Hall of Fame. Right. That's fun. Yeah. There's worse. I, there's worse cities and or towns that we've seen on bachelor well that's that was going to be my question yeah what's worse do you have do you have something the thing the is i don't remember the names of the towns which <laughs> kind of alludes to my point but you don't know I remember i forget exactly where it was but it was nick's season i think it was nick's season or maybe it was ari's no it was nick's because i remember corinne was complaining uh it was just like them like shoveling horse manure oh, yeah, or like yeah, something yeah. like that. Wherever uh -huh. that was, I want to say Wisconsin. It was, but that was Nick's hometown. That's why they went okay, there. That's, oh, okay, that's okay. Maybe different. I won't shit on a hometown. Right. I, I mean, because Ben Higgins did a similar thing, I think. Yeah. But no, I don't think anyone has gone to a place this lame just because because they got money from the city. Y yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because Jacqueline, you went to Fort Lauderdale, which is not, you know, it's not a paradise. But... Fort Lauderdale's fine. I... I don't know why I feel defensive of Fort Lauderdale. Maybe because I had like a fun weekend. I think like my first solo trip was like a little, uh, like I'm going to treat myself to a spontaneous weekend in Fort Lauderdale. So I have a very weird pedestal version of Fort Lauderdale, I think. <laughs> but it's probably not the best. I mean, F Fort Lauderdale is a, a very good bachelor destination because it has water and sun. And that's all you really need. I mean, you can do a boat date, whatever. But Cleveland is cold and sucks. Although, I mean, they don't. They made... They made something of it. Like every city has something to offer, and the Bachelor can find it. It was just, it was just funny how clearly it was an advertisement for Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. Also, there was one. I want to say it was Becca's season, uh, where I think they went to like West Virginia or something. Oh, it was like that. Richmond. They went Richmond. to Richmond, and and also too, like I'd never been to Richmond. It's probably lovely, but I think the fact that they were selling it so much because yeah. they didn't even do this tongue in cheek thing where it's like you're going to Cleveland, and everybody's like. Eh. Yeah, but with West Virginia, they were like, "Oh hell yeah, West Virginia! It's this, <laughs> it's a city of lovers or city for lovers or Virginia's for lovers." And I'm yeah. like, "Is that like a thing that people actually say, or is that just like a slogan that the state is trying to push? What's happening here?" <laughs> that yeah, that this was the first time that I remember them acknowledging like 
yeah, this is not, yeah, not the coolest yeah. place. There's definitely worse places than oh, yeah. Cleveland. There's worse places than Cleveland in Ohio. There you go. There's probably plenty of worse places in Ohio. I would imagine. <laughs> like, what if they went to Cincinnati? <laughs> they had a date at Skyline Chili. See, I know nothing about most of Ohio, so. If I'm ever the Bachelorette, I'm taking them on a Rust Belt tour. It's all Ohio dates. It's just, <laughs> it's just yeah. Yeah. Well, where would your hometown be, Jacqueline? Would it be? To be in Charleston. I would be, if I if I were the Bachelorette, I would be very tempted to make everyone go to West Virginia. But I genuinely, I mean, we could probably do some, you know, some nature shit there. But yeah, it's beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never been. Mm. I've been to Richmond, actually. I stayed in a hotel next to the Philip Morris mm. factory. Very fun. Also, my hometown is Syracuse. So I've been really uh, biased towards Tammy. Oh. One in general, she's just like really crushing it, I think. She's, I think, one of the only people I haven't been annoyed with for some reason. <laughs> there's, there's, I have, I'm having like a little bit of a hard time really latching on to people this season, mm-hmm. but there's still plenty of time to come. But yeah, Tammy's just like fun and she's repping Syracuse. So yeah. uh, that's my favorite so far. Yeah. She's shown more personality than yeah. just about anybody yeah. else. She's just like here to fight, it seems. So what would you do if you were on a date and your ex turned out to be the feature of that date? Not just you saw them, but it was, <laughs> they became part of the date. <laughs> Well, clearly you just like dance around and have a good time. That seems to be the move. You, know? you sing along. That's just to gonna the be words. all. Yeah, that's just gonna be all the dates going forward. It's like you know what? Just everybody's exes are coming back. Uh, but yeah, no, I would probably die. I mean, she handled it the worst possible way. I think. <laughs> so I think, in fairness. If I were in that moment, it's such a weird circumstance. Yeah. And she's, well, clearly like terrified by literally everything. She'll see like a, another contestant who she thinks is beautiful and have a panic attack, which also relatable. Like I also overthink plenty of things. So I get it. <laughs> but for her to be overwhelmed by smaller situations, I can only imagine how much she was shitting herself when she saw Chase there. So. I'm not even really going to fault her for handling it poorly yeah. because, of course, it's easy to see that as a viewer and be like, oh, well, she clearly should have just like stopped right there and like talked to Peter, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, there's so much pressure from lots of different parties, whether it's producers or whatever, that, yeah, it's hard to know what to do in the moment, probably. Yeah. Well, Nick, Nick Vale tweeted, you can't judge Victoria because literally no one in history has ever been in this situation yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. And, and like she's being walked up. There's a crowd cheering. She, he's already playing. So yeah. I think at that point she was just kind of screwed in being able to do anything in the moment. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't think that Victoria handled it in. She didn't do anything wrong necessarily. But no. it was just indicative of her whole personality type. I mean, she blows up everything and just cannot handle hardship. Yeah. Like, or, you know, conflict on this show. And she's just always whining and crying. Yeah. Also odd that she called him her ex-boyfriend when <laughs> Chase clearly denies that. <laughs> well, we're going to talk more about that after the break. Yeah. I mean, she just, she's someone who makes, again, like mountains out of molehills. Like everything is blown up. Everything is a big deal. Everything warrants tears. And it, it, like, I don't know how, I don't know how he isn't exhausted by that by now. It's, it's that way with many, with multiple women at this point, but especially her. I mean, her confrontation of Alea was insane. We can talk about that later, but yeah. I mean, if it were me, 
I don't know if I would have told him in the moment, but I would have downplayed it way more than she did. Tried to laugh it off and yeah, probably gotten ahead of it a, a little sooner. Yeah. I could definitely see getting upset by it for sure. And I think what I would have done is, yeah, like brought it up later. I don't think I would have done it in the moment, honestly, Mm -hmm. because I would have just been overwhelmed by everything going on. And then I would have eventually talked and be like, hey, so here's just like the situation and all that. But yeah, like where to your point where she just tends to spiral everything. I mean, she was taking that and then going to. Things like, oh, I understand if you just like want to send me home right now, like, and then she's just really just losing it. That's a bit much. <laughs> yeah, and if I were her, I would have sang along. That was taking it. <laughs> that was really taking it too far. Yeah, yeah, probably. All right, we're gonna take a break, and we're gonna talk a lot more about Victoria F after the break Oof, because I there's so much. It's an it's really incredible. Just an endless well. <laughs> Back after this. All right, we're back. Woo! Victoria F. There's so much to set to talk about with there's this. So there, much. There's so much content. We could be here. I think we're going to be <laughs> in this studio for like five hours talking about it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, as we talked about, she's a chronic whiner. Mm-hmm. Like that's just the that's the personality type that she has. Yeah. But let's let's talk about Chase Rice because this is a very interesting thing. He's an interesting guy. Did you read it? Did you read it all about Chase? Mm. I had never heard of him. Well, I don't know like his back story i just know how he responded to yeah. this whole situation i forget which because i think there's maybe a couple outlets he talked to but um yeah so i don't know his full history but i just know him clarifying a yeah few things. well he he was on survivor a few years ago oh damn yeah so that was where he was that's where we learned about him okay but he also was a d1 college linebacker like he and he got i think he got hurt and didn't okay. go into the nfl so instead, he became a NASCAR pit crew Jesus. member. Oh my God. Yeah. And then he wrote, he co wrote the song Cruise by Florida Georgia Line. Oh, whoa. Oh, okay. Aliza, oh, man. Uh, okay. Producer Aliza's like, oh my God. She loves that song. <laughs> Damn, that's like a pretty impressive resume. My God. Right. He's done a lot of stuff. Yeah. Man. Interesting guy. And really got treated very badly by this show. <laughs> yeah. Here, let's pull up. Let me pull up the. The article. Jacqueline, do you know the song Cruise? Yeah, I do. You do? I know. I finally got a reference. It's a bop. So Chase, I guess on Monday, the same day that this aired, he was on a a radio show and he talked about that they spent a night together in Charlotte. This This is quote from Chase. We spent a night together in Charlotte. She's a cool chick from what I know of her. You know, I got no problem with her. I got no problem with him. You know. I knew she was going on this show. So they had a they had a one night stand. Yeah. She and she was saying, like, oh, he's my ex boyfriend. And he's like, nah, she's definitely Well, so did she say I was trying to remember, did she actually say ex boyfriend or did she just say like they date? No, she said boyfriend several times. Did she? Okay, gotcha. Because I was trying to remember. No, and she was acting like Yeah, that it was like a long standing yeah. thing. Yeah. She wanted people to think the songs were about her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she also said that the reason they broke up was because she didn't want his lifestyle. I, I mean, it, it was just she made it seem like they had a serious relationship that she ended. Also kind of made it seem like she left him to go on the show, which is funny because that's like the number one crime in Bachelor you know, land. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and everyone just conveniently overlooks that because <laughs> I don't know. They feel bad. I mean, I don't feel I, I kind of feel bad for Chase because he you don't think you're signing up for the plot line of the show when you just make a musical appearance 
Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. And he said that. Yeah, well, this and this is continuing on in this interview. He said, I was pretty surprised, adding that he had expressed concern to his manager and publicist before agreeing to appear on The Bachelor, but they assured him not to worry. <laughs> so I told my manager and my publicist, and they were like, don't worry about it. They're not going to do that to you. That's a weird coincidence, but they're not going to. There's no way they would do that to you. They've never brought somebody else in like that. Surprise the guest on the show. I mean, it was innovative. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Just when you think we've run out of little arcs to follow, it's like, well, here's another way to just emotionally sabotage. Yeah. Not only our contestants, not only our lead, but let's just like mess up the performers <laughs> too. Just bring them into this. Yeah. What I will say too is that now I'm way more on Chase's side. And I, I don't think I ever was really against him, but when you have situations where a guy and a girl are talking about kind of like the extent of their relationship, more often than not, I'm going to like believe the girl because like guys can be like, oh, yeah, we only saw each other twice. Like, I don't know. And then I'm like, sure, Chad. Yeah, you only saw each other twice. But I think from what we've already seen of Victoria. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to believe Chase on this one. <laughs> Yeah, character clues. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. context clues here. <laughs> but yeah, I just love, like, because usually the musical guest is always so boring. They're just wallpaper. Yeah. They find a way to incorporate them into this storyline. Just, just brilliant. They're going to have a hard time uh, booking performers now. <laughs> We're just like, all right, make sure that I've dated no one who's on the show or I'm, I, no one's like sister. Just, they're going to be paranoid now. Well, that's Daniel what... Arts is never going to show up again. I don't know. I'm sure he got. I'm sure he got more downloads. <laughs> yeah, no, true. I mean, I'd be like, if I banged a bachelor contestant now, I'd be calling them up. I don't want to play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they can pull from uh, "Listen to Your Heart" now. The Bachelor "Listen to Your Heart" is yeah, going to be a yeah. feeder yeah. for performance oh, on the show. We're just going to really expand this. Bachelor Greater Cinematic <laughs> Universe over here. Yeah. Also, I don't know if y'all caught it. I saw like just someone's tweet about it, but the song he sang, the some of the lyrics were highlighting like Bachelor adjacent references, whether it was like roses or like something about Monday nights. It's like this is really <laughs> dark. This is real messed up. <laughs> it was yeah, I don't remember the words, but that's 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 funny. I mean, yeah, the Bachelor has a monopoly on certain things, on roses, rosé, candles. I don't know if they can claim candles. <laughs> Listen, that's a bit, bit of a reach. So, I mean, and Chase was really pissed off that they did him so dirty. Yeah, fair. But it was great. I thought it was great. Great, great content. I did feel very uh, emotionally, dramatically drained after all this, because I think there was... <laughs> A healthy hour after it, I'm like, yes! Jesus, I can't like do another date. I need like to take a shower, refresh myself here. My God. <laughs> yeah, this was over by 8.40. It was crazy. My God. <laughs> so there's still an hour and 20 minutes of Oof. episode we have to talk about after this break. We're not going to get too deep into it, but we're going to get into it back okay. after this. All right, we're back. And we're going to talk about Victoria P, the other Victoria. And Too Alea. many Victorias. Too many Victorias. So Alea, she crashed the group date and uh, dropped the dime on Victoria P, saying that they had a closer relationship than uh, Victoria P was letting on. Like they were friends. They, were, they went to Las Vegas together. Or I mean, 
the the details on this were kind of were yeah. kind of sketchy. Yeah. I thought this was an absolutely brilliant maneuver from Alea because it remains unclear who was telling the truth, but it definitely looked more like Alea was telling the truth. But I actually think that if you have the balls to do it, that's a fairly easy situation to manipulate. Yeah. Because I've been on group trips with people that I have no real relationship with, you know? I mean, she this right, was a, this was a Miss yeah. America or Miss USA or whatever organized. Like, there were multiple girls from Miss USA. You can have cliques within that, whatever. Mm. All she had to do was point out some significant details. Like, we planned a trip together to Vegas. Yeah. Well, it's not actually what... She and Victoria didn't plan it together. A group planned it. Then they were both there. It was a work trip. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, a, it's like enough... Yeah, it's like enough of like a seed of doubt to just... Yeah. Start. Yeah. Shit. And then she just played up the dramatics with it. I can't believe you would betray mm. me. Like the one person I thought. And Victoria can't. <laughs> I mean, she can't contradict any of this because it's Alea's feelings. You know. I mean, it was it was really brilliant. Yeah. She yeah. was she was very like damned if she did, damned if she yeah. didn't. And there was a lot of little details that were just slightly off, but not enough to really make like a solid case against them. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh god. Where do you even start? Mm-hmm. But Victoria said she dug her own grave when she said, I told my truth, mm-hmm. which is what people say when they're lying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like my my version of the truth that serves me. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me look better. Yeah. Is. Well, and Victoria also has a noted disadvantage, which is that she doesn't seem to like conflict. So she got in this and she got flustered. Yeah. Which made her look like a liar. But in reality she's like, what is going on? <laughs> I mean, maybe she's a liar. I don't know. But I don't I don't think that's in the bag. I I, I wouldn't put money on it. Yeah. It, it just doesn't really seem like it would behoove her to really lie about this. Like why would she go out of her way to be like, no, I don't like I, I don't know. It's just all very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. And she seemed so convincing last week. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's something where um, Alea is just like very clearly trying to latch onto this as a way to get back, and it worked. And it worked. And so, like, bravo. Yeah. Alea is smart. She's a good player. Yeah. She has the precise diction of a person who is intelligent and knows it. <laughs> and well, I think the main thing that matters is that she doesn't really seem to get flustered in confrontation. That's so true. That's a big win in in this show, right? V- right. Victoria F confronted her, and she did not blink. Yeah. Although, you know what I thought was like really weird was when they were on the couch together with Peter and Alea was talking, and she was getting kind of emotional, or maybe there was just something out of place. And then Victoria P was like either like brushing her hair or like getting something out of her eye. I'm like, this is not helping you. If you're trying to dismiss this, whatever you want to call it, acquaintance vibe or friendship, maybe don't like play with the person's makeup or hair because I am not letting someone who I barely know just like touch my face randomly. That's not a thing. I think I missed that. Oh, man. No, it was, um, yeah, no, it was real weird. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So then the other thing was Alea, during her time in limbo, she got her phone back and she went and read Reality Steve (laughs) about, you know, about Chase and Victoria F's relationship Mm -hmm. and then came back with that information. So the thing that I don't really get is obviously the whole Chase and Victoria F moment was really dramatic but with Alea coming in to spill the tea on that I don't really understand like what 
the point was there? Because again, that's not like a fault of Victoria there. You can analyze how she handled the situation, how she spiraled after the situation, but her having dated someone before the show, oh no, that's not really this gossip to spill. So I don't yeah. I didn't really get that. Well, it was just that Victoria it was Victoria F's story to tell. Yeah. Yeah. And Leia took it. Yeah, right. And she wasn't going to tell it because it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. And she also yeah. didn't want people to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But do you see what I mean when I say Peter's a weak leader? Like all of these people are making such huge drama out of relatively simple things. Like no, Alea should not have come back and told everybody that. But also like, of course she did. Like, of course she went out, mm-hmm. read some shit online. Mikkel did the same thing on my season, then came back, told her little circle of friends that she thought were her friends, but actually weren't because everyone decided they're anti alea and mm-hmm. then word spread. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a good thing to do, but it also doesn't warrant a huge confrontation and, like, questioning Alea's character in any major way. Peter needs to sit them down and be like, guys, yeah, stop. Like, concentrate on something else. You yeah. bugging. <laughs> like Hannah B did this, you know? I mean, and it Hannah B is an example of a strong queen who had an actual issue in her kingdom. Like she she had actual problems that she needed to figure out. This guy has no actual problems. He just has discontented people who are fighting and fighting and fighting because they can and they can be heard and there's no one stopping them. Like there's there's no boundaries. Yeah. around how they should be acting and he seems to be attracted to whiners. <laughs> And tears and drama. And so we that's what we're getting. But like control them. <laughs> I mean I mean not in a creepy way, but just like get them back on track with like what they're supposed to be concentrating on, which is their relationships and stop buying in. Yeah. Right. Also, I don't think he's I don't think he's getting to know anybody anymore at this point. He's literally just sorting out drama and going back and forth, back and forth. But right. I don't even really remember his last heartfelt conversation getting to know someone really yeah. i mean we kind of got there with kelsey a little bit yesterday but not even really substantial and sydney made that point right yeah she's like you don't know anything about me because we keep talking about alea part of me thinks sydney in her one-on-one time could be like i don't want to talk about alea ask me what my favorite food is yeah yeah that's what they were all that's what they were mad about there Just was actually i don't know if i won't even be able to fully remember uh what happened but i do remember there was something going on with Ari season, so Jackwood, maybe you can remember this, but I remember there was some sort of conflict. Can't remember what the conflict was, but I remember Lauren pulled him aside and was just like, let's just like get to know each other. Like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? And they were just starting to kind of try to divert. Yeah. So I almost think that that was one of the best things at the time that Lauren did, because I think that was what started their connection getting stronger. So yeah, that's a good move, I think. It's just like pull him away. Mm-hmm. And then you're saving him in a way because he doesn't want to be dealing he doesn't with, want this. To deal with this. He's letting himself deal with it, but I'm sure that he would be very attracted to someone who's like, no, like I don't want you to think about this either. Like, let's just have fun. Well, that's what's so odd is that I don't I don't know how the women don't understand that men don't want to be around people who are constantly crying and complaining. And then Peter needs to understand that if he's going to make a controversial decision, he needs to stand by it. I mean, if he's going to be the leader of the show, then yeah. stand up, be a man and own your decisions. And then, yeah. yeah, and set some boundaries around that. I mean, everybody is just going, is they're just losing their minds and over nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's, it's actually really interesting to see because on his second one-on-one with Kelsey, who suddenly apparently is lovely because she has no drama, he said that. He was like, she's just <laughs> trauma-free. I'm like, are you crazy? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, you know, she reacted to the Alea news in an appropriate way because she wasn't around the influence of everybody else who was crazy making. Like, she was able to see clearly and empathically, like, why he needed to do that and what it really means. Mm. And so that's an example of, like, when you can free up all the chaos and drama and just talk to each other as human beings, like, everything goes okay. But when you just let people go crazy... I don't know. It was just, it was frustrating to watch. Also entertaining, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was, this was one of the most packed with like actual good, like good compelling drama. Yeah. For an early season episode in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It was good stuff. But if you really think about it, why was it compelling? Well, I mean, the chase thing was, but all, but nothing that happened was a big deal. Mm. Like people have brought people on the show before and they've dealt with it. People have gossiped before and they've dealt with it. The chase thing was new, but it still didn't need to be that big of a deal. So I'm trying to figure out why this was compelling. And I and I yeah. I, I think it's a dynamic thing and just Yeah. Yeah, like a communication thing. Yeah. I mean, I think for me the chase stuff is compelling because it's novelty. It's new. We haven't seen it before. And just seeing this response that we get from Chase is a weird new angle and it's just a wild situation to then try to put yourself into and think, how would I respond to that? I don't know. I probably would have done the same thing. I would have been panicking. I do just quickly want to hear your impressions of whether Alea should be there and what you think Peter should do as next step to clean this mess up. I think it's fine. I think it's fine that Alea is back. If Peter, I mean, it's Peter's show. If he wants to bring her back, he can bring her back. And if he thinks there's still something there, I think that's that's a fine decision to make. Yeah. Is she going to win? Probably not. Mm. How does he how does he move on from this? He's just uh, yeah, as you said, he's just got to own it, you know? Yeah. So we got to wrap it up, but before we do, we got to check in with the literally shaking count. So on we, we I I track how many times throughout the season people say they're literally shaking. It's like one of my <laughs> least favorite clichés. Um just to say that I'm having a feeling. Oh yeah. Um so Victoria F said she was literally shaking. I think when uh before she got on the plane, she was literally shaking. Yeah, but I believe her. I think that's fair. Am I allowed, <laughs> are we allowed to judge which one of these are valid? <laughs> no, that one, because she was sh- sh- literally shaking with fear. Oh, wait. Also, one not to cut off this bit, but something that was funny that I saw someone post was she was having this whole freak out about going on the plane and potentially skydiving. It's like, oh, I just like couldn't imagine skydiving. There's an Instagram post yes. from 2014 of her skydiving. So what the hell, serious? Victoria? What are you doing? She's just a big liar. <laughs> she's a big liar. Oh, my God. Oh, she's the worst. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and then Victoria P., she was just shaking uh, during this her conflict. She, she wasn't literally shaking, but she was shaking. So metaphorically. Yeah, she was yeah. metaphorically yeah. shaking. Um. <laughs> so that's I think we're at four for the season. <laughs> it's not too bad. I mean, yeah. considering how many dramatic arcs we've been through. Not bad. Yeah. So we're averaging one an episode. They haven't all been in it hasn't been one per episode, but we're averaging one per episode. I think I want to call the producers and tell them that their new goal is to make Liam literally shake by the end of the season. <laughs> I mean, I am literally I'm literally shaking right now, <laughs> but just because I had uh too much coffee. All right. <laughs> So we're going to wrap it up. Brett, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, man, of course. I this hope you had so a good fun. time. Heck yeah. So where can people find you? People can find me at Brett S, as in Star, Vergara, uh, 
on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I barrage bachelor memes on both. So <laughs> there's plenty of that in store. I apologize in advance. No, don't apologize. People love it's great. You're one of the one of the best. Oh shucks. Why thank you. Yeah, it's true. And uh I'm Liam Matthews. I'm Jacqueline Trumbull. This has been a beautiful podcast to fall in love. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Only give us five stars. Thank you. We love you. Bye. Whoop, whoop. Whether it's a new Netflix original, the latest season of a long-running network drama, or a reevaluation of a legendary comedy series, TV Guide is the place for fans to come and find out about their favorite shows and movies. And, with our help, discover some new favorites as well. From our Watch This Now recommendations and newsletter, to our WTF Just Happened video series, TV Guide is the premier hub for people who love TV as much as we all do to come and hang out. Visit us at tvguide.com, follow us on social media at TV Guide, and subscribe to our YouTube channel youtube.com slash tv guide for all this great free content and let us help you find your next binge